0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Lander. Based in Montreal, Canada, Lander is the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service by Mixed Genius. So, look, just for being a listener to today's podcast, what we're going to do is give you a free trial. All you got to do is go to lander.com. That's L A N D R.com slash promo slash S O D D. That's for straight out to Den. Right, we're going to give you that free trial. And, um, you know, check out the service. Let me know what you think. Uh, like I told you guys, if you listened last week, uh, there is a, a, a beta trial that's going right now with the desktop version, um, eh, trying out this app uh, with Lander. So um, it's, it's, it's getting better. You know what I mean? And we've checking it out. And so far, things are, are holding up. Um, so, you know, be a part of the team. Go ahead and join Lander now. Uh, get the free trial. It's two free MP3s of your master. Just go to Lander.com promo slash s-o-d-d uh so today um we kind of took things back to the original format a little bit um we had a special guest in the building uh, the homie red coat the poet um he he came in the dinner, and you guys actually got some behind the scenes um here i, I thought about cutting it out of the podcast but then I, I said you know what i want you guys to hear it and we were just getting into a lot of vinyl talk uh, we were looking through my collection and uh just really going back and forth on uh, you know, what was in that collection and, you know, things talking, just a great conversation about vinyl altogether. Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't want to get into too many things. I, I will tell you that the conversation was based on legacy building and, you know, truly building a, a legacy for yourself. Um, and, and, you know, with any legacy, um, the beginning it's, it's all about foundation, right so in order to truly build a legacy, you have to start somewhere you have to start with a solid foundation and and mainly knowing what do you want your legacy to be if it all ended today, what do you want people to say about not only you but your music so uh it, it's a couple of things to keep in mind like I said this conversation here was is very free flowing uh we we got into a lot of different topics um you know, him being from, from middle Georgia, like, like I am. And, um, you know, that, and, and those barriers and how he broke out and, you know, started his career. And, and so it was a great conversation. And he's one of those people that's truly independent also. Um, he, he started from literally nothing and, and built a career, um, for what he has now. Um, you know, last week we, we did take questions and I, um, I opened the floor for that again. Um, I didn't get as many questions this week, uh, but there was one question that, that I got last week that um, is really going to be longer than just uh, for me to answer it. So I do want to apologize to the homie um, Ironcoat, um, is or Ironcloth, excuse me, on um, Instagram, but um, it's the homie. We went to college together. We're, we're from the same hometown, uh, Mike, and, and I won't call his last name out, but um, he he brought up about, you know, the 15 year uh, reunion of Stankonia or the 15 year anniversary of Stankonia, excuse me. Um, and he just wanted to get my thoughts on the production and all that, you know, first off it, it is a great album. I think it's truly that album that separated them from the rest of the pack. Um, even though I am on record saying that my favorite album from outcast is equipment. to me is equipment is the best album rap album ever created um, in my personal opinion. And, and um, it's up there with the greatest album of all time if you include Michael Jackson Thriller and um Marvin Gaye uh Here My Dear those are just you know my personal favorites um but Stankonia was really a project that pushed the norm you know um it was that really what set them up to to break away from everybody else from from all normal uh thinking and all normal um you know just they, they became pop stars in a good way. I'm, I I don't mean like pop stars as in they can't do what they want to do, but they they became icons, um, during Stankonia and all of that happened. And of course, you know, those that know the story, that's, um, uh, they named the album after their studio and all of that. And there's so much that goes along with Stankonia. And, and like I said, Mike, um, if I were to get into that, man, I would literally be here all day. Um, I would love to have a roundtable conversation about um, outcasts in general, but, but you know, stink on it. I think that would be a dope conversation. Um, something similar to what we did with the Lost episode. We do have, um, I have that audio, too. A, a couple of people has asked me about um, the conversation that we had with To Butterfly. Uh Butterfly. I do have that audio, and yes, that does exist. Um, I even have the video. I just wasn't happy with the the audio quality, and so I've been working to fine-tune the audio. Um, But eventually, I may just drop it um, and and give you guys a long apology uh, before it starts telling you about, you know, the poor quality of the audio. Um, But with that being said, um, I, I do love that idea, Mike, and I think Um, That'll be great to have a a long form conversation about Stankonia and Outkast in general and what they they did uh, for Southern hip hop and just hip hop. Um, But, yeah, like I said today, uh, it's all about legacy building with Redcoat the Poet. Um, This guy, he actually performed um, this past week, too, at at our show over at PAG. Um and he's gonna be uh performing later on this this month with the uh anniversary three year anniversary of the site you know uh straight out den dot com has been rocking for three years, and so we're we're doing this big uh thing along with the winter circle um pump and gumption is the is the theme uh, of it and i mean that there's so many artists that's, that's going to be performing a lot of my personal favorites um and, and so it's going to be something great for the city um and and definitely great for underground hip-hop and everybody trying to break out uh but like i said today i'm going to keep it simple man we had a long conversation uh we even brought back vinyl conversations and, and we definitely got bars from the homie so you can tune into that but uh yeah i'm gonna go ahead and get right into it man we like i said
1: legacy building with red coat the poet enjoy I I started digging probably before I even... Man, I've been digging for so long. Word, yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. man. Honestly, dude, I got into it kind of... I'll say I was kind of late in the game, man. Like, um, my parents always had records. And Mm -hmm. then I kind of just, like, from them, you know, I I carried on a couple of them and then um, did a couple of internships and and grabbed a couple of things, you know, Mm -hmm. here and there. Uh, I'll say I'm trying to think of a record that would probably... Cause I got, I got some rare stuff mm-hmm. Nothing Nothing like rare rare more, mm-hmm. more likely is Most of the stuff is kind of just You know I do it for production wise mm-hmm. um, I'll show you Probably my favorite joint Is uh, Let's
1: see where it is Probably I try to do a lot of digital digging now, but yeah. it still can't replace no, man. It, the digging. Cause them records, you know, I, I, everything on them records ain't digital.
0: No, no, all mostly probably ninety eight percent analog. This is probably one of the first records I remember having right here.
1: Tom, Tom Brown. Brown Magic. Mm-hmm. Like this
0: is my parents' record, but this is like. Oh, I'll tell you, this this is not the first one that I remember having. The first one that I I, I specifically remember having was JJ Fad Supersonic. Yeah, like I had that one on, I, and I still got it on forty five. Mm-hmm. Um, my folks bought me like this. At the time, it was like a record play on top, and tape. That was like when tapes were, mm-hmm. you know, the thing. So, the tape was the, the new technology. With the glass in the front? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. the tape was the new technology, and um, the record was kind of like the, oh, you know, we don't want to go away from kind of how, how they did when they made the CD players and the tape. They didn't want to go away from the tape.
1: Not completely uh,
0: yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but this record here, man, is probably one of my favorite, favorite records, for real. Tom Brown Magic. There's so much stuff on here that I just... I listen to it all the time but um, I gotta
1: change I got I gotta get it. I gotta I gotta check him out
0: yeah man it's like
1: it's a couple of things here that you probably heard before mm-hmm.
0: um yeah this is like this is probably hands down one of my favorite joints here but I got man I got all kind of stuff and I ain't gonna lie to you man like that's just that's just one of them like I got some got some 50. Some old old fifty in here. Mm-hmm. Got uh got all the outcast collection in here.
1: Got uh See I ain't got no new shit on vinyl. Yeah, man. like
0: really what I wanna so do. So
1: that's that's a that's a plus.
0: What I really wanna do is go back and get like all the classic albums on vinyl. But mm-hmm. I the way I wanted them are like the original. So I know those are gonna be kinda hard to find. Know. You know what Even. I'm saying? So like you, you gotta deal with all the uh the, the the what the re remastered versions and mm-hmm. the uh the new pressings. But uh some Ray Man, I got a lot of Ray Charles too. Um the one that i oh, pulled this one out. People get kinda excited about this one, but it's kinda like uh you know, at the time everybody I mean everybody this is that's a Oh good. yeah, that's a staple. Yeah. But this is like
1: That's forty million so it's in the a, first year
0: This is um a original pressing of it mm-hmm. Like um, Cause when I was looking for it I found a lot of like You know what people have Pressing up again It was mm-hmm. like Reissues And this one right here This was in, in my um My wife's uh, Auntie collection That she Was like Shh, You can have that So yeah. That um, I'll tell you one that That I'm real proud of though. Like real I'm really proud of that one. Oh, yeah. I'll let you see what that is. I got that when I was interning at DTP and didn't even realize, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just kind of grabbing stuff, you know what I mean? Kind of like, here you go. Like, you, you know, we got these here. And so. Wow. Yeah, that's that's like a, a radio pressing of um, Kanye West late registration. So that's probably like one of my, my most proud joints just because of. I know what it is, you know what I'm saying? And I know, like, what it means at this point. Like, at the time, it was just kind of like, you know, Kanye West, whatever, whatever. Like, he still was kind of growing into who he is. But mm-hmm. to have that one right there, that, that one's special. You know? This is an advanced album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, that's what they sent the, the DJs. the whole thing. DJs. Yeah, it's the whole thing. It's like, um, the whole album, one of the, like, you know. How it used to be Instead of sending out The, the mp3s Now like how They do they, they would send The whole album To the DJs So that's like a, It's actually a good idea Yeah
1: that's a album advance Especially with, with My album being on um, On iTunes I might need to Print up some put, put album advance on And just give it Strictly for the, for the DJs Man It'd hey, Be dope it It's
0: definitely A dope idea man a dope idea man. And it, it's effective Yeah
1: I love a lot of stuff That the older labels Was doing Yeah man, That they don't like, do now We yes. don't got so bootleg Man It's hurting the music it is, man. So like, and it's hurting the, the artists. Let, let's kind of talk
0: about that, too, man. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, I don't know if you know. I've been recording the whole time, so. That's what I kind of, I like. Oh, I like yeah. it to yeah. just kind of grow like that. But, uh, yeah, man, we, we here on the Straight out the Damn Podcast, man. That voice you've been hearing in this background conversation y'all been hearing, we're going through records. Uh, it's the homie Redcoat the Poet, man. So, first off, welcome to the podcast. I appreciate oh, man. you coming Thanks, through.
1: Man. Thanks for, for uh, having me. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just kind of continuing on that, that same dialogue that we were having about, um, you know, with the records and how the, the, the music industry is, I mean, there's no doubt that it's changing. Like yep. you know what I'm saying, change, change is definitely gonna happen. Um, there's nothing that you can really do about change. Um, you can either evolve with the change or figure out how to adapt and, and, and make it more into your own. You know what I mean? Like but but at the end of the day things are gonna change, but you don't necessarily have to agree with all the change either. You know what I mean? And
1: Yeah. Definitely. Change is built off of me. I was it's crazy you brought this up because I was thinking about it the other day. Change is like like all this new... All, I mean, this new shit is like... With this music and all of that, it's like... This this generation to me is like... Fuck the rules. Let's break the rules. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Fuck tradition. Absolutely. My generation is... We build off tradition. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I I just don't understand how you can move something forward... When you don't build off the tradition of it. You know what I mean? When you mm-hmm. don't build a build, build off the culture. First thing they teach in history, they don't... You know, history... Is now we're yep. actually this is history in the making. But when they teach history, they don't start you off with two thousand and fifteen. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching kids history. Yeah. They they start you off with back in the day. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that the new shit should sound like back in the day. I'm just saying you have to build off the past and you have to keep that. You know what I'm saying? You have to keep that going Because once those lines begin to get blurred Then it's not I mean it's not hip hop It's something else And that's what we're hearing in my opinion With a lot of this new stuff It's not It's not hip hop anymore It's something else Which is dope within it's own right But that's really probably where we're going We gotta figure out You know Like you can go on on Pandora and they got Trap Like what is Trap?
0: mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? I, trap to me is a hard beat with niggas rapping over, you know, hard hard, hardcore type beats. You know what I'm saying? But now trap is a genre, or is it? That's the question. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's crazy, man.
0: Yeah, you know that all of that stuff, man. Is it's, it's kind of like you know nowadays, and I think the, the 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 hardest part about the whole conversation is that you don't want to sound like the the bitter old man. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't right. want to sound like the bitter old man. Because the truth is is like, you know, we live through we lived through the era of new like embracing new technology. Mm-hmm. But at the same time like appreciating, you know, what right. everybody before us had. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like we we literally live through that. And you have like a new age bracket. Now what they don't they don't know what it feels like to collect. Records, You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't know what it feels like to literally go out and spend money to do that. Like, they can go online and get whatever they want whenever they want. You know what I'm saying? And, like, for us, it was kind of like, man, I had to go and literally dig for these records, go through these records. If I find a sample, now i got to figure out how to get that sample. First off, i got to be able to buy the equipment. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Now it's like, it's none of that. And, and, you know, you literally, there are kids who are literally, man, like, asking their parents for a MacBook. And a microphone for Christmas, right?
1: And, and, and they in the game, right? And what happened is that's that's why you 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 get so much of this traffic and you're getting so much mm-hmm. of this this bullshit is because you know half the time, like when I was coming up, when I started out, I started out, you know, let's say when I start, let's, I mean, I've been rapping, man. Honestly, man, you know, that's a that's a. That's on another tilt, but I've been rapping like literally ever since I was in the third grade. Hmm. My sister used to rap, so I, I kind of followed up behind her. But just to, to stay on, you know, stay on topic. When I was coming up, it, it was a lot of rappers, mm-hmm. and then as I got older, it begins to thin out. And the thinning out was when they realized you had to put the, you had to buy the equipment, you had to have certain equipment. It was going to be expensive. You had to dig for these records. Uh, you know, it, it was so much into actually creating a song that by the time they got through all those steps, they was like, you know what, man, I don't. This is something that I really don't want to do. But now we're dealing with these guys is three, four albums in, and then they'd be like, you know what, I don't think I really want to do this. And you got a track record of just all kinds of wild stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I, I, I just miss when most of the shit came out was bumping because most of the artists that made it out had to go through so much for it to come out by the time it got to the airways it is it it, it, they was tested
0: yeah yeah you know it's kind of like it's that um a couple of podcasts ago we we uh we spoke with uh daddy o you know what i mean and and he and he really went like he went into the whole thing of just like artist development and how it's like you know it's almost not there anymore. You know what I'm saying? And like how he had yeah. to, he he, he does um, artist development coaching and, you know, just trying to reinvent that wheel. But just really talking about how like, man, that stuff is not present. And, and it's kind of like the gift and the curse of that because like the great part is, you know, the technology allowed anybody to be able to get into the game. So there's no more waiting. But just like you said, the hard part is like, there is no, you know, trying to, you know, go into a studio and there's no playing around. You know what I'm saying? Like when, wow. when we was coming in at time, there was like literally, dude, this studio is like, Fifty dollars an hour, bro. So like, yeah. we coming in here. We already know the record. Like, right. we just coming here to record. You know, what I am mm-hmm. saying we've
1: already practiced at home. We've been practicing for damn near six, 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 seven months. Exactly. exactly. It, ta- it took you six, six, seven months to to get the the amount of money you you was you was gonna need to cut a record. Exactly. So, so it's so like you yeah. know,
0: you go through all of that. You get in there and you lay the record. But now you got. I mean, you don't pay nothing. You just no. the upfront cost to get the equipment and just the outside. Need a computer. Of that. You, you're good to and go. You're a and you like, and, and you got... A cell phone. Exactly, you're a rapper. You got 30 people in the room, a lot of time being wasted, a lot of drugs being taken, a lot of pills being popped, mm-hmm. and you're hearing it in the music. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's like... And, and you know, you have people that'll tell you like, well, man, during the 70s, man, like Jimmy Hendrix and all them people, they were on the drug of that day. You're absolutely right. And
1: they was on the drug after they had been 15, 20 years learning their craft. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and that's... You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that, yeah. Exactly.
1: Them niggas was on drugs, but... <laughs> You know, they start using it at 17, 18, 19. But what you don't know is that from age six to, or age six or seven to age 15, mm-hmm. he's been playing the guitar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's been honing
1: his craft. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's hard to hone your craft when you're inebriated and intoxicated. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. you're yeah. not clear.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I understand that, man. It's just, you know, I'm all about bridging the gap and trying to. And I love getting high. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you, you got to bridge that gap and, and, right. and, and figure out how to make, you know, the the best music possible. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's really what it boils down to, to me, because you have a lot of people that I, that you have these conversations with, and, and they'll say like, "Man, you know what?" But they making they making music, they making music, and they enjoying it. And I was like, "You know what? Some some people are making good music for the time, but at the end of the day, and, and just the just the the quote." Um, the interlude that Drake dad had, we are just like, you know, all this stuff, lyrics, the only thing that's going to last, bro. Like everything else is going to be here today and going tomorrow. Here like, again, go tomorrow. <laughs> you know, all of this stuff that's working now is, is working now because people just want to be entertained. But if you just look at it, just look at the history. It's like, I compare, I compare rap to, to basketball, right? I do the same thing, bro. And, and this is, this is what I mean by it, right? If you really look at basketball, when it comes to championships, mm-hmm. it's the same, it's been the same team since 75. Same handful of team, and if you really want to go deeper than that, it's been by the, by the, what the same four or five coaches, basically. Like really, like you look at you got Pat Riley, that's the Heat and and the Lakers.
1: He the GM,
0: yeah, right. And you know, and the GM if you want he to put in the GM, an, now, the GM now, yeah. You look at Phil Jackson, you got that's Bulls and the Lakers, correct. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. got Pop, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's 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 the 2000s with with all the San Antonio done. You know what I'm saying? And then outside of that, oh, and you got. Um, Red Auerbach, like, yeah. for Boston. So you just look at them four coaches, they probably got, like, 25 championships between them Easy,
1: all. easy. And, like, easy. But,
0: and so you look at the same thing, I, like, the artist that has continued to last in this game, if you look at them with the common denominator, they can rap.
1: That's the common denominator. <laughs> they really That's can rap. That's the common denominator, man. Like, you know, to make it, you got to be able to spit, man. You have to. To make it With longevity Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean that's what rock That's what I mean That's what rock and roll That's what rap That's what Really with Anything that's worth having Yeah Like you have to be skilled at it Or you're gonna be here today And you're gonna be gone tomorrow You might can make some money You can hustle it Mm -hmm. You can lick You know what I mean But You can trap it But I mean you know yeah, how well, long
0: does that last? Exactly. Like, how long does that, that, that last? Like, do you get in the game? And, and, no, don't get me wrong. There are some people that are very smart at that and understand that. Mm-hmm. Like, they know, like, you know what? I only got five, six years in this game. So, what I'm going to do is come in here and milk it. And then I'm going to use this bread to do something else. Right. And if you're thinking like that, I get it. But if you're coming in here and thinking you're just going to come, you know, you're going to get crazy high and just put out a single and think that that's it, man, you got another thing coming, bro. Like, yeah. You got a long way to go because there's no solid foundation. Once that record is going out the window, now people are looking at you like, "Yo, I want another. I want another record," and yeah. you can't you can't replicate that 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 moment that you had. So for you, man, like you you uh, from my neck of the woods, man, Warner Robins, um, Warner, Robins Warner Robins, Georgia. Warner Robins, Georgia. I grew up in Macon, man, and we like literally. You know, we ride neighbors. down, like, what, 247? Like, yeah, we, we right, right there. <laughs> I'm right
1: off of 247. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soon as soon right. as you get into Ronda Robbins, as soon as you see the sign say, Ronda Robbins, Georgia, my house, like, right behind it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 right there, because I stay, like, um, off of Pineona. Like, I'm right there, too. Like, as soon as you get on the south side of the city, like... Oh, I'm, we right
1: down the street from other. Yeah, yeah, we literally, like, yeah.
0: probably 15 minutes away from yeah. You know what I'm saying, where I grew up at, man. So, it's kind of like... You know, I understand a lot of your music just from that alone, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Dealing with those boundaries. But, you know, growing up in a place like Wanda Robins that's like you know, Middle Georgia, let's be be honest about it. Like, it ain't been you know, hip hop is not what we're known for. You know what I'm saying? So it's kinda like, how do you break that barrier of being from a place where, you know, there I can't think of a rapper from Wanda Robbins that's really been on, you know what I'm saying? Like
1: (laughs) I don't know. You know what I'm saying?
0: So like what what help me out with that. Like
1: You know, Um, well, with me being from being from a small town, it's actually it's kind of been my secret weapon because uh, my family is from Memphis. My 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 entire family is pretty much from Memphis and Mississippi. Mm -hmm. So, I grew up in Memphis first. You know, um, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade. You know, I was in Memphis. So that pretty much. That's that's how I got. That's that's how I got introduced to music. Mm-hmm. You know, I got introduced to the Memphis un-, un un underground scene, the Skinny Pimps, the DJ Paul, the 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 Juicy jays and that really sparked me to do it. And my sister was on the scene. And you know, if anything you know about Memphis, Memphis is like this independent powerhouse, especially in the early nineties. You know, they was the independent. I re- I remember. You know, in the early '90s, going into the record stores and literally for the first time seeing a whole wall that was Memphis rap. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, I I didn't see that in Georgia. You know, until later. Mm-hmm. But I, I I mean, I remember seeing that, and and I say this to say my style and just the whole bra- bravado is definitely, I mean, it's a Memphis thing. You know, because that's embedded in me. But when I moved to Ronald Robbins, um. Ron Robbins was different I mean it's the country Yeah You know what I'm saying It's not the fastest place You know what I'm saying But I was able to take That style that I had Picked up from Memphis And I was able to sit In Ron in, in Robbins And like you say That's middle Georgia So so I was able to sit In the in the middle And having that That influence but I was able to open up for other influences like, you know, the Nas, the Biggies, you know, what I'm saying a lot of the New York stuff. And then I was able to get some stuff coming from Florida. So by being in by coming from from that small town, I was able to really just kind of be just combine that city slick shit that I got from Memphis. And then I, I kind of mixed that country with it. So to, to me, that's, you know, that that kind of I mean, it makes you you it makes you unique in a way. But it's also, you know, it's hard, especially when you're trying to break into a market, you know, where it's kind of like it's a circle of people. And if mm. you're not from that tree, it's kind of hard to break into that market because people, uh, you know, they move and, you know, pe- people move in clusters. Pe- people tend to pull from the tree that they're from versus going to pull from another tree. That's, you know, to me, that's human nature. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it's definitely hard, but you know, it it gives me my uniqueness too. So, I mean, I take it. You know what I'm saying? I know I don't sound like all the rest of these niggas, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know something that's. It's crazy that you have to bring that up nowadays because there are so many people that sound alike on purpose. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it used right. to be kind of like a thing where, you know, you might. Hit a certain pocket that another rapper hits on a regular basis, but it wasn't mm-hmm. on purpose. It was just kind of like the record kind of took you there. But right. now it's like there's no excuse for me to listen to <laughs> the radio and literally hear five
1: of everything. Five, you're gonna exactly. hear five Drakes. You're gonna hear exactly. five features. Exactly. You're gonna hear uh, who's ever hot. You're gonna at least you're gonna hear at least five of those. Yeah. When 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 Jeezy and Ti was the hottest in the city, it was five Ti's, five mm-hmm. Jeezy's. When Jigga was the hottest, it was five Jiggas, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know, man. It, it's, they say it in basketball, you know what I'm saying? Hip hop, this is a copycat in industry, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is. You know, people hear something hot and they want to kind of copy it, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely, and that's another reason why, like I say, I like that uniqueness because it's hard to kind of copy, you know, the type of music that I do because it's not easily done, you know what I'm saying? It takes ingredients. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's not like cookie cutter. When you making real country shit, you know what I'm saying, or country hip hop tunes or whatever you want to call them. I don't even like labels, really to be honest with you. I prefer the term underground rap. I do like that label because, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a champion of the underdog. I'm a champion of the underground. So, uh, you just have to be unique when you um trying to make this brand of music. I definitely think you, you know, so, but yeah, man, um, creativity, man, it's not like a lot of that out here, hmm. you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, man, I, I, I hear you completely, you know, a couple of things you were saying, man, um, you know, how you got your start, you say you started rapping around, like, what, third or fourth grade, Yeah, and you were just, you know, falling in the footsteps of, of your sister. Yeah. Um, like, how was that, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause, like, there's no secret behind it, like, I mean, rap, the history of rap, there it's hard it's hard on, on women. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the truth of the matter. You know what I mean? So, to grow up seeing your sister who was, like, definitely in the culture, mm-hmm. like, uh, how was that for you, like, shaping you into being, you know, the rapper that you
1: turned out to be? <laughs> Man, my sister is, like, not the average girl. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my sister was a beast. You know what I'm saying? Um, she, and she still is a beast. You know, she don't rap anymore, but she still, she's just one of those people that, like, if my sister was still spitting, like, I, I, I have never seen her with a pen and pad. Mm. That's the type of rapper that she is, you know what I'm saying? Before she, it was
0: popular to be like... Before, oh. <laughs> yeah. This
1: before this before you heard Biggie or Weezy, like, my my I never seen my sister with a pen and pad. This girl mm. got a photographic memory. So, me just coming up, you know what I'm saying? My brothers was in the streets. So, you know, my moms used to always be like, you know what I'm saying? Just make sure you stay with your sisters. And I used to be like, damn, why I got to be with my sister? That's because my brother then was just, they was on some wild shit. So, you know, my sister, I was always with my sister, you know what I'm saying? Because my mom used to work, but my sister used to be rapping all the time, rapping. We going through records, all mm. kinds of records. Like, I don't care, it might have been Guns N' Roses. It could have been Lana Richie. It could have been Public Enemy. Any record that had an instrumental, she was rapping over. So yeah. I, I just used to just kind of rap with her. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's how I kind of fell in love with it. And, um, man, that was, I mean, it was a different era, man. It, it was definitely something dope. This probably, like, I'm thinking, I'm saying probably, like, 86, 87, 88. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it was a different um era, and it was, it was pretty dope. But then the 90s kind of brought, that was a whole nother thing. But that was, to me, that's the golden era of hip-hop, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, you... I heard
1: another rapper say, they said that the 2000s, that the 90s was overrated. That's bullshit. The 90s is not overrated. Nah, 90s hip hop, 80s rock, 70s so, are golden eras in music.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, and, and you know what? Right now, if people want to include that, uh, what we're living in right now, in my opinion, is just a technology era. Mm. Like, we're in a technology era, which means that we can literally blend and fuse everything together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are no boundaries now. Like, back then, all of those er- eras, like, in the 90s, hip-hop had to do what they had to do to stick out. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But like now, you there's nobody telling you, and, and thankfully people like you know Kanye, and I always attribute Kanye as being that that one that kind of bled, blurred the lines for everybody because like him and Pharrell, those kind of type cool. He made it cool. He made yeah. it cool to come out and do like... And really, 3000 had made it cool too. I ain't gonna front. Yeah. Like he, he really... Made it where like, you know what, if I want to sing, man, I'm going to sing. I don't care. Like, this is what I want to do. But when it comes like musically, like Mm -hmm. blending all these genres together, I really attribute that to to Kanye, like being able to put rock and and soul and and hip hop, EDM, all of those different, you know, vibes together and kind of make it where, you know what, do what you want to do. Yeah. Like I, I'm I'm a I'm a pop artist. I want everybody mm-hmm. to like my music, not just one genre. You know what I mean? So exactly. that's that's where we at right now, which is that's a cool thing, man. But yeah, like the nineties, bro, it's just man, it's it's so much. You know yeah. what i It's so much. And then at the time too, if you really want to like champion the nineties as a golden era, then I say look at it like this. You had a time when the East was popping, mm-hmm. the West was popping, and the South was emerging. Yeah, and everybody existed. Yeah, in the same playing field. You know, it's like it's not now. Like now, you can go to New York, you can go to L.A., you can go to the Detroit. Everything sounds like you're from the
1: South right now, right? Because that's the because they don't pick the easiest. Let me watch my word because I'm definitely uh, you know South got something to say. That's like you know that's my shit. But uh, you just gotta be original, man. It's not cool. It's just not cool being from somewhere else, sounding like you're from Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just not cool. That's like, not cool. What the fuck? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you're from Mount Vernon somewhere, sound like you're from Mount Vernon because that's your uniqueness. That's mm-hmm. why I'm going to listen to you. Yeah. Because I'm not from Mount Vernon, and I want to know what's going on, in, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, in Mount Vernon. Yeah. Because yeah. you're like the reporter of where you're from. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, man, but you know what? I honestly think, man, it's the powers that be that run this shit. We oh, talk yeah. about music all the time. And, I, I, you know, niggas get mad at me because I always cut the conversation short and say, you know what, the reason why we sit and we talk about what it could be is because as long as we don't own it, mm. and I'm talking about packaging, distribution, mm-hmm. marketing, you know what I mean? Web streaming sites. Shout out to Jay Z for title. Mm-hmm. That's the shit I'm talking about. Until we get mo, until we get 25 Jay Zs owning 25 different record companies and streaming companies and things like that, it's never gonna change. Mm. It's never going to change because as long as they own and operate it, they're going to manipulate it to meet their agenda. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to always do the easiest thing because they don't truly understand what we're creating. So they can only go by what they hear. If this particular artist has a Southern sound and it's a number one hit, their mentality is let's copy that and make as many uh, of that as we can so we can capitalize off of the buzz so we can make a profit. You know what I'm saying? That's like. Jordans you know what I'm saying A hot pair of shoes you want to make You know as many as you can You know what I'm saying But the thing is is that it's music man Music is not the greats The legends it's not a cookie cutter type thing So it's like we need to Control it cause if you look at the labels Like okay you take a rock A rock na- nation that's a dope label Because if you look at artists like J. Cole and you look at artists Like Hov and I think they just got What's this new dude Vic uh, Menzel? Like those artists, those are some dope artists. But look who's running the label. You know what I'm saying? And, and if you wonder why J. Cole can come out and be so creative and so free and, and it can be so org- organic, again, look who's running it. You know what I'm saying? But when you compare that to, let's say, I'm not, when you compare that to another artist, you know what I'm saying, that's not on a label like that, you, you, know, you know, you're probably going to get a lot of bullshit. Because them folks just trying to make money, man. They ain't trying to um they you know, they ain't trying to move this shit forward. Them folks trying to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> you absolutely. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Now they ain't trying to move it forward. They're it's- not in the business of maintaining the culture. They're in the business of
0: getting paid. Getting paid. Yeah, absolutely. Man, we had this conversation on the Good Hensley show a couple of weeks ago where we were just talking about that that same subject, man. Like, until you own, you know, until you own it. Mm -hmm. then you got to do what what the powers that be say do. Like, you you wonder why you have those artists that, like, man, that never really break. You know what I'm saying? It's like they they own the major labels. They out there doing what they want to do. But they never really get past that certain level. And it's because, man, you know what? When you sign that dotted line and they got your career in their hand, then they're going to want you to do what they want you to do. They're going to tell you, like, look, you know what? We know why we signed you. But this is what's hot right now, so we need you to go and hook up with them, so we can guarantee that this is gonna sell. Right. So we can make mm-hmm. money. It comes down to money. That's why mm-hmm. you know I'm not a fan of the 360, right. but I understand it.
1: I, I understand totally it understand
0: it. It's business. Yeah, it's that's all it is. It's business. Like as a record label owner, why wouldn't I sign you to a 360? We're not selling records anymore. Right. Anything else <laughs> is
1: really yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms of in terms of business, you know what I'm saying? That's why we got on own our own shit. That's and, and we can sign ourselves to three sixty deals. When I have these conversations, right, what you just said is right. the key that I want everybody to
0: take away from everything. It's like you created yourself, and then you'll sign your own self. Right. Like that's the thing. Like you, you sign that three sixty deal. Why? Because you feel like it's going to give you an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, absolutely, I understand that because a hundred percent of zero is still zero. Right. I get it. But man, let me tell you, bro. Like you got to look long term. Do you want to just get in, your foot in the door, and end up these people owning you for the next fifteen years? Like it ain't worth fifteen right. years to me. Like and I can, I can. Hustle they can for kill your time. career. Absolutely. All you they, they got to I mean? do is say, like, oh, we ain't gonna push the button on him. Right. And that's what that's the part that people don't think about. People only look at it like, man, I get the opportunity. Once I get the opportunity, I can go. You know what I'm saying? But. Right. What happens when you walk in that building and the person that signed you get fired? Right. Now, you stuck at the building with some people who really didn't want you there in the first place. The person that rolled for you, he got fired. He gone. He gone. Now, you just in that building, signed to a bad contract. But you thought, like, man, I just need the opportunity. Now, your album sitting on the shelf. What do you do in that situation? And your your album is
1: dope as fuck, and it's sitting on the shelf. Yeah. Because if people don't know about it, then it's not going to sell.
0: Exactly. So, it's like, what do you do at that point? And those are the questions that I think people... They don't think about that they only look at like man I just need to get this deal so I can I can get popping it's like dude that same deal you really could have worked five more years and made way more money but you didn't want to put in the work you didn't want to put in the work you know and that that really brings me to your project man oh to the underground right so you okay. released this project what's been out uh, like what sh-
1: probably about three three months I'm three right? four months yeah, three ago. or four months yep.
0: and so the whole vibe is naturally man I went down to um, it was a festival in Birmingham, um, oh. Secret Stages, mm-hmm. and so I rode, you know, from Atlanta to Birmingham. That's what I was riding to, me and my little brother actually. Um, and you know, we would listen to your project the whole ride, and it was like my little brother, man. My brother is 22, mm-hmm. and the only thing that he can say is like, man, this thing, because he got a system in his car. We rode in his car too, so he was like, man, <laughs> this thing right here, this this right here just made me feel make me feel like I need to turn the volume up just a little bit more, you know what I'm saying, right. riding down the highway. with and, and for me, when I when I listened to it, I automatically connected to that same time, man, like when I had the system in the car, and I spent all, you know, not all my money, but I saved up all my money to get the right system in my car because I wanted mm-hmm. everything. And so all my homeboys already had that system. Mm-hmm. I had to piece mine together, but that's the feeling it gave me. It, mm-hmm. it was that like... You wanna you just wanna sit in the parking lot and turn your volume up and just back. That's that's yeah. what it is. So talk you know, walk us through the project, man. Tell us like, you know, the, the vibe behind it and why you chose the title and things of that nature. Um
1: first of all, man, I think you kinda hit it on the head, man. I just my whole thing is that I I definitely got a message. I definitely want to portray a message. I definitely wanna be conscious, I definitely wanna do all the things that a man, uh using his art should do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I wanted to be free. I wanted to be organic. You know what I'm saying? I don't want it to be like weighted down. And this project was just about creating different feelings. You know what I'm saying? And I knew if I could create different feelings that I knew those messages uh, and and some of the things that I'm trying to articulate on there would come across. So really, man, um, it was just one of the things, man, that I kind of wanted to reintroduce myself because I had been with a group. Uh, you know The group called The Mighty Network And I had been with The network Probably for for, for like The last uh, Three, four, five years So I really just wanted To reintroduce myself You know to, As an underground artist So I started from the basics I wanted this album To really just be About the basics man You know what I'm saying To be about the beat The lyrics Come together Like a peanut butter sandwich mm. So every track I had to be able I had to feel That every track Was just Cohesively together not apart it wasn't like oh this is this big big beat and he's over here i just wanted everything to just come to come to come together so that's really what the basis of the project was and i wanted to bring that bump back like what you were saying man i wanted to bring that feeling back of like damn this shit bumping Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and it's like you ain't even focusing on one thing in particular it's just your first thing is man this is bumping yeah and it's the feeling of what i like with music that's why everything is with, with me it's about a flow it's about a feeling it's just about a feeling man I can't even I can't say that enough I just want to make you feel a certain way If I'm talking about some real shit I want to put you in a mood where well, you want to go get a glass of yak and sit in the living room and just think about like I got some shit going on in my life I need to figure it out You know what I'm saying But then again I want to put you in a mood where if you were a you know you with a female friend you know what I mean you want to kick back and chill you, this is the theme song for that mm. You know what I'm saying So I basically want to create Not a song But I want to create a theme song For every Pretty much For all kinds of feelings mm. You know what I'm saying So I just use myself as The uh, crash dummy I say So Like If I feel If it's a sunny day And I'm feeling good And I feel like going out riding And I put that ride like my uncle on mm. And that's like my theme song For that day you know what I'm saying If I'm going through some shit Then I put that running on And that's my theme song That's going to help me get get, get through If, I, if I'm if i rowdy You know what I'm saying If I feel like It's a bunch of biters out here I feel like the industry Should be way more uh, uh Way more versatile Way more original Then I put that Leave that country shit to us on that stop biting record. You know what I'm saying? I put that record on cause that's the thing song. So I I just like making a bunch of thing, thing songs for a bunch of different emotions. Hey, I know you're enjoying
0: the podcast right now with the homie red coat, the poet. Um, I just wanted to take a break to tell you about Lander again, uh, based in Montreal, Canada. Lander is the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service by mixed genius. Um, you guys know it. You've heard me talk about it at the top of the episode. I'm going to tell you again, because if it wasn't for Lander, uh, this podcast would not be possible. So, uh, thank you to them. Um, you guys may have heard me talk about them and and talk about why you should be using Lander. Uh, first off, okay. It is, it's a sponsorship. Uh, you guys know that as without goes without saying, but I also don't endorse anything unless I personally use it. And I've been using Lander for quite some time now. I was using Lander really before I even started talking about it, um, on this podcast, but, um, It's it's just it's an affordable option for those that have budget constraints that want quality. Uh, You know, that's that's not the write up. That's not what I was sent. uh, But that's just my personal opinion. Uh, Mastering is that process that people just for whatever reason they forget about. And you wonder why your music doesn't sound and and, and fit the same standard as anybody else. It's mastering. You know, you can take all day and have a proper recording. Uh, You can go. A whole mile and get it mixed, but if you don't take the time to get it mastered, I guarantee it's not gonna stand up to the test of time with everything else that's been mastered. so you know just try it out it's a free trial and what what happens is it shows that you guys are listening to the podcast number one um it shows Lander that you guys are paying attention to their um product, and it it wins I can tell you giving you this podcast for free, so it's a win 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 for everybody. You get a free trial uh Lander gets you know more exposure and I continue to get this podcast going out here and, and pumping and giving you guys uh free and exclusive content weekly. Uh, so, you know, by all means, please, I, I would appreciate it if you guys could do it. Just go to lander.com. That's dot R.com slash promo slash S O D D. Once again, that's lander.com slash promo slash S O D D. I do appreciate it. And, uh, I'll stop talking now and, and let you get back to listen to red coat, the poet, man. Like, oh. I really want to talk about that uh, the record that you just mentioned, right? The, the stop biting. Mm-hmm. Now it's two thousand, maybe two thousand, early two thousand fourteen, mm-hmm. and we had Apache at the uh, Underground Railroad show. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm introduced to you, right? Yep. So yep. I get there. And, you know, um, the homies they put on the show, or whatever, I, I just happened, you know, I wanted to help out, be, play a part of it. Yeah. And so I'm there with the camera. You know, I'm, I'm just doing what I normally do. And the thing is about, about hip-hop, man, is the beauty is, you know, there's so many people out here that, that are talented. But what separates everybody, and I always say this, is the live show. If you can figure out how to have a, a dope live show you can set yourself like leap years apart of, of the competition you know yeah. what i mean because everybody can get in that studio and you know with the right engineers and the right producers you can really make you know a cohesive record that that connect with people right. but man we you get on that stage and and bring that to life mm-hmm. and that's what happened with you y'all performed that record and i'm like yo man who is this dude right here you know what i'm saying like literally i'm sitting there like recording and I'm trying to catch, like, when I'm, I'm looking for Thomas, I'm like, yo, who is this dude? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to figure this out. Like, what's going on? Like, who is Red Coat? Because this is my first time hearing of you. And, and the performance, you performed another record there, too. But that Stop Biting record.
1: Yeah. I think we did, like, Stop Biting, Stay True.
0: Yeah, Stay True. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Man, them records, there The other
1: records, probably.
0: Man, I, I was just like, I was sold, bro. Like, like, I was like, okay, yeah, this dude here, he got something special. Because he can perform it. And, and the... The record's connected with the people, too. And, and everybody know, man, like, Apache ain't the easiest place to perform, at. No, wow,
1: it's tough.
0: It's, it's a tough crowd it's at tough.
1: Apache. I mean, they some, they some, yeah, it's tough, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: tough. And, and you know, I, I'll say it because, you know, for one, I, I'm not a fan, and I, I've always vocally said this about Apache, I'm not a fan of those tables and chairs at a hip-hop show. No. It's, just, you, it's hard to win no. a crowd over when they sit down. When they sitting down. You just, right. it's, it's hard to do. But to, to, to be able to do that and the way that you you, you did that, mm-hmm. that let me know, like, okay, this dude really got something special because these people are paying attention. And they most people at Apache, they sitting out eating, drinking, talking to whoever they came there with. And it's like, no, he got their attention. So that's when I was like, yeah, I need to have a sit down and at least figure out what this guy has going on. And, you know, that that was then. And, you know, it, so it took about a year to really get the project together and 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 the one thing that i noticed about having conversations with you is like everything is very intentional you know what i mean like you don't you're not quick to rush anything you kind of like on some man i want to make sure it's right before i give it to the people Mm -hmm. Why you know what part of your planning um is you know what's the reason behind a lot of that i guess you'll say
1: uh because when i die my children gotta hear this you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying i mean everything with me I'm I'm building a legacy You know what I'm saying I'm building I'm building not now But later mm. So It's serious You know I mean I I, I I definitely have fun with it But at the same time man I'm not I'm building some shit man That you can go back And listen to 10-15 years from now And you can get Something from it You can get The time Time pieces Stamps That's mm. like when I go back And I listen to A Marvin Gaye record I I he teaches me about that error. You know what I'm saying? Um these are lightning in the bottle type mm. shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, we're 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 like when you a craftsman, you know what I'm saying, and you create something that's that's dope, it's gonna stand the test of time. And that's what I'm in the business of doing. You know, creating something that's gonna stand the test of time. I can't really, you know, all of the popular stuff, the now stuff. I'm not. I mean, I suck at that. That's yeah. that's not me. Yeah. You know. There's yeah. I mean, be.
0: And, and that's that's great to be. Got to be special. Honest and be at that space. That space to be like, man. That's that's just not what I'm good at, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah that, that's I, not I my thing. I can't that turn up. Like you know, yeah. what I'm saying like. So you, you walk us through your creative process, man, because you said a lot that you 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 like to dig and and. Um, you know, is that kind of the start for you before you when you go, you know, you have a mind my you know, a thought um, process of what you wanna create?
1: Yeah, I dig. Um you know, I just dig, man. I just listen to a lot of old stuff, man. I just kinda I try to channel a lot of energies, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um but at this point, I just kinda go with how I feel. You know, sometimes I might not wanna dig. Some some sometimes I might wanna just just pull up some in- in- instruments and just create some different melodies. You know what I'm saying? And just go off of, like, an instrumental feel. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. sometimes I want to dig. But from... I-, I know this might sound crazy, but I'm always kind of digging. You know what I'm saying? Even when I'm not necessarily... I may not necessarily sample a Earth Wind and Fire record, mm-hmm. but the melody I'm playing on the keyboard is inspired by... Excuse me. is inspired by that. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Or that may be where I'm pulling from. Because I think you have to have we all pull from places and I pull from the greats. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, that's, that's, (laughs) I try anyway. You know what I'm saying?
0: Ain't nothing wrong with that. Like you you gotta, you gotta start, Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of being inspired by the, the, first off, recognizing the greatness in people and just being inspired by that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think that we should ever get to the point where we feel like we can't be inspired by somebody. You know what I'm Damn, saying? Yeah. Like, That's
1: what life is about. Yeah.
0: Exactly, exactly. That's what life's about. So this production, I didn't even know that you were producing a lot of your records, man. I didn't Yeah, know I
1: produced... I pretty much got my hand in pretty much... Mm, if it's an album by, by me, I probably had my hands and pretty much... 65 75 percent of it maybe just depends gotcha. um my production partners uh i do a lot of records with uh frazier boy at track house mm-hmm. like i chop up the sample you know put the sequence on it a lot of times then i take it to him he you know he he's a trained musician so you know he he'll redo the drum he'll redo the drum line you know, not all the time. It just depends. If the mm-hmm. snare might not pop enough, he'll switch it out. He you know, he put the bass line in for me. Uh and we just you know, then yeah, we make yeah. a record. Yeah. Uh VZ uh L V he did the lead he did uh, the the stay true and uh stop stop by record. Now V Z is just dope. Like I just VZ just sent me tracks. Mm-hmm. So I just get tracks from him. And he pretty much, you know, he sent me the tracks. Uh but it's either between either Visa either either LV sending me, me tracks, or me and Fraser making tracks, and usually nice. the way it come together, it's kind of like you know, a nice little, you know, it's a nice little meal that that we prepare. Man, you know, I'm, not I'm, too many hands.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan of, and honestly, man, I just think that all artists should take the formula of like you know, lock in with you know, two no more than three producers, yeah, and man. create.
1: Too many hands in the pot make a slow meal. Yeah, <laughs> Say I live by like that. Too <laughs> many hands in the pot make a slow meal. See that, that right
0: there. You got to be from the country to understand what he mean by that logic right there. Like that's if if your grandma in the kitchen cooking, and your auntie want to come in there, your mama want to come in there, your other auntie want to come in there. Grandma gonna eventually tell them they gotta go and sit down somewhere because yeah, y'all man. messing me up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you Go sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> y'all in the I mean, way. I got this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got it. How, how y'all think y'all got
1: here? <laughs> I'ma make the greens. And yeah. when I finish making the greens, you there can you come go. in here and make the macaroni and cheese. There you go. There but you go. all of us in here at the same time...
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, man. People, Absolutely. people hungry. You Absolutely. know,
0: they ready to eat. I, I understand it completely, man. That's that's just... I, I just... I'm just a huge fan of that, man, because people people get caught up in that man i gotta have the big name producer i gotta have this i gotta have that like look man find them two producers that really rock with you that you can create a sound with and y'all go out and flesh out a a dope
1: album don't worry about going to get you know Mm -hmm. you ain't got to get metro booming because you're not gonna get the same metro booming that 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 future get yeah you're not
0: that's a bond. Make, Them boys don't, make, don't build something. It don't make sense for for Metro to to invest that type of time in you. It doesn't. It don't. It like, doesn't. Why would I do that when I can come over here? This this dude got guaranteed here. So all we got to do is just drop plug something. and play. Yeah. And, and it's gonna be guaranteed. If I come over here and spend twenty hours this week with you, I just missed out on twenty hours with
1: Future. Right. So. And unless you puff daddy or somebody, <laughs> you can't afford that. Yeah. Uh huh. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah I, yeah I'm a huge fan of that
0: like building your own man I I think that um especially from a producer's standpoint that when you when you focus too much on like building somebody else's sound you know I, I I'm a huge fan of like look build your own sound and I guarantee somebody gonna try to replicate that. Yeah. That's that's where you want to be. You want to get to the point where somebody trying to duplicate what you doing and yeah. you know and once you get that then you you, you got you on something special you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Definitely. definitely. on something special. So you know walk us through this this process with the project man it's been out for a couple of months now mm-hmm. and I know we just got a video uh, for the intro right yeah. like um, a couple of weeks ago maybe maybe two weeks ago mm-hmm. like whoever do your visuals though like y- y'all keep y'all keep sticking together yeah I, I, I see it i see what what y'all are doing and the storyline that y'all tell y'all told like it's almost like a continuing story i think was it um was it on state did you do stay true visuals or well
1: it's again it's it's the same way that we do uh i do the videos the same mm-hmm. way i do the, i do the music it's, okay. it's me it's x and it's uh reese with with intent and the crazy thing is is that Reese might, like, with intent, did the stay stay true. Mm-hmm. But X would be there, and you know what I mean? X would put his. You know he 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 put his input on that even mm-hmm. though it may not be his particular video. Gotcha, gotcha. And then when me me and X just did the A two intro mm-hmm. and Reese was there helping out X, so it's kind of like a family. You know yeah, what I'm kind of saying? Of me. Yeah, 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 absolutely.
0: I mean, you really got the whole team in place, man. Um, how, how was that like really going out seeing you know finding these people to to really connect and and make your project connect? You know what I mean? Was that something? Was that like an organic process or these people like you kind of just reached out to and y'all started building the bun that way?
1: Um. It 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 came from the music, you know what I'm saying. I you know uh, they was fans of the music first, mm-hmm. and they wanted to do some work with me, and we started working. And I mean, we've been you know we've been able to build uh, a a consistent base of of doing some good stuff. Dope, dope. So you got to fuck with people who fuck with who. You like, said we, we chase so many we niggas be chasing shit, man. Fuck with people who who fuck with you. That's 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 gonna help you out better in the long in the long run. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Like it's just like a relationship, man. It's got to be mutual, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely, absolutely, man. You dropping some gems on here, man. Hold on. Hey, man.
1: <laughs> sh- Drop gem. I, I shall hope I got a few, a few, a few gems in me, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. So you know, um, this project being out right now, mm-hmm. and, and you know, um, I don't want to be that person that asks like, "What's next?" so quick but yeah. being in the, you know in the climate that we are oh, in you got to keep it calm. you know what I mean like you know what what's the what's the goal and the plan now like the project is out it's in rotation you got it on every um outlet you know you can you can purchase you can stream you know right. it's, it's available out there what's really next for you you know like what, what what's the goal
1: for me is to i'm working on another project that I want to have out and you know maybe like springtime or something like that mm-hmm. and it's gonna be dope from for me it's just to continue building you know continue building the legend of red Red coat depart and you know I put this this record is out I got I got some more videos coming coming forward you know we for the start doing shows and stuff like 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 that so that's kind of all already in motion Because I feel like once you plant that seed That seed is going to grow And you just got to keep feeding that seed mm-hmm. So I'm not really looking at it In terms of different projects and different albums I'm just looking at it in terms of I, I have one big project And that's to build my legacy So I, I'm just legacy building really mm. You know what I'm saying So expect more music Expect more videos Expect more podcasts You know, Expect more partnerships And we just working
0: Dope, dope man so look you walked in here our initial conversation was on these records man like mm-hmm. so I think it's only fair that we we kind of end this thing on mm-hmm. these records also okay you know what I mean so it's something that I like to do man I haven't done it in a while I know um, they eat me up about it often um, and say like yo what, what happened to vinyl conversation so <laughs> vinyl conversations is a segment where I, I have you choose some records at okay. random um, and you can, you can randomly pick, you know, okay. three records, right? So that's why I want you to pick three records at random. You know what I mean? They in alphabetical order for you, so you got a little better shot at it. But just pick them at random. Um, i just be random. Yeah, yeah, just be random. Get three records. All right, so you got that one. Grab you another one there. All right, and grab, grab you one more. And so what we're going to do, um, once you get those three records, I want you to get back on the mic and um, tell everybody, you know, First off, the three records that you got. And then uh, from there, you know, kind of give us a story from them records. Anything that comes to mind, man. You know what I mean? Like it can be uh, something that you you remember. It can be something that, you know, it reminds you of. Anything like that. Just give us some
1: stories. But first tell us what you got in your hand. Man, first record I got, I got Joe Joe Tech's Soul Country. Oh, man. Man. There's some stuff on there. I'll tell
0: you that right now. I'm gonna
1: actually, like. I'm gonna actually have to go and um, I'm gonna have to go and research this, mm-hmm. cause I'm looking on the back end and it say he recorded it in Memphis. Mm-hmm. So and and I man I ain't never really gotten to Joe 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 Tex, so I gotta you know what I'm saying I gotta check I mean I gotta check him out. All right, what you got? What what's the next record you got? Uh, the next one I got is Nancy Wilson. Man, she is dope. She beautiful. She 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 is beautiful too. But uh. Yeah, Nancy Wilson, man. I don't sample a few of her, her uh, records. Mm-hmm. And um, she, man, a lot of people don't know about Nancy, man. Nancy <laughs> is dope, man. She got a beautiful voice. Oh, yeah. And the third record is uh, Patty. It's Patty LaBelle. That's one. That's an old record for me. Yeah. Patty right
0: there. That's, mm-hmm. that's some young That's young Patty right there
1: on that one right there. <laughs> I would say go back and listen to the LaBelles.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? And then listen to Patty. You'll hear you a world of a difference, like in the sound and just like I think you'll have a a, mo, a better respect, a better respect. Her better voice respect. is amazing. Patty is, I mean, when if you talk five greatest singers of all, all all time, you have to mention Patty. Yeah. If you don't mention Patty, then get the fuck out of here.
0: I can see that too, man. And you know some, and, and this Patty is just, can sing. she can sing. And I just thought about it too. You know, early I was showing you the uh, late registration record. Mm-hmm. How she she on some vocals on there too wow uh, um kanye brought her in to do um was it roses i mm-hmm. think yeah he brought in to do a record called roses just do some ad-libs toward the end It was just crazy so look you got those three records what we're gonna do now man you choose one of them it don't matter whichever one you want
1: we're gonna go off the patty we're
0: gonna go the patty all right. Yep. all right so look we're gonna put this patty on you're gonna need them headphones behind you okay cool we're gonna put this patty on at random Mm-hmm. They right there on the on the door. I mean on the uh yeah on the chair. Gotta yep. so throw this patio and it's up to you now. Mm-hmm. If you can give us some bars. It could be freestyle, it could be rent, it don't matter. <laughs> I just wanna hear something from you.
1: Gotcha. You. Alright.
0: So let's see what we got here. Just for everybody asking me yeah, about man, what final conversation is. At. So here we go.
1: I might have to go sample this today. Everything happened for a reason. This shit dope. Oh. Give me one more. I want I want ready for the disco shit. So this must be 80s. So I got to get niggas this 85 flow. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Riding down the block. Bumping on Patty. Uh. Yeah. Bumping up. Sipping at, Coming through. I got your back. Looking for a little sweet thing. Pull up on the light. What's up, man? What's up, lady? How you doing? Ride with me, gon' give me chewing. Drop you off like I drop them off in my Teddy Hoes. ain't soft. Young Coke, that's Debonelle. Create shit coming out the L. Uh, chasing the motherfucking, kicking the snare. Trump knock. Yeah. Pull up Chevy, sound like the shit, a human bebop. box. Yeah. We just bump and Patty. Yeah. Bumping Patty and I'm bumping bells, Uh, dropping this good clientele swell. Uh, I'm investing in it. Roll it up, smoking good, hallucinogenic, psychedelic, funked out. Bumping out, out the frame. Niggas pull up, talk about. There you go, Young Coke, man. Right up the block and I hitting the corner. Blowing this marijuana, you a goner. Niggas talking from here to California. Uh, yeah, she a head donor, ahead of the class. Thick sharp, little petite. Look at her, Miss Badass. Southern player, Mr. Mayor. Woe town, that's where I'm from. From the middle, I cripple. Uh, niggas wanna follow in my footsteps. Sorry, homie, you need triple. Uh, leave niggas flows like paraplegic. Uh, hit like collegiate. Yeah. For your uh. Homemade cornbread, cook it up. Uh. Too many hands in the pot make a slow meal. Uh. Shades on, nigga, too trill. Yeah. Too many hands in the pot make a slow meal. Uh. Pulling up and I'm blowing kill. Yeah. Got a bucket, nigga. I ain't got a fifth wheel. But the whole steel gon' do me trill. Uh, instruments, harmonica. Uh, got a little thing and she look like monica. Yeah. Uh. Hey, man, old school coat, man. That's it, man. That's all they <laughs> get, man.
0: That's all they get. They can't get no more than that. Like You gotta pay for the for everything else. Y'all gotta go and get that old to the underground, man.
1: Hey, oh to the Underground, man. It's available now. Um, iTunes, Google Play. You know, pretty much just go to Google, man, and type in Red Coat the Poet, man. I'm sure it's something there that you would definitely feel.
0: For sure, man. I'm telling you, it, it, it's, it's worth the, the, uh, the purchase, man. Y'all go out and support the homie. Uh, man, I appreciate you coming through on the podcast, man, sitting here, you know, uh, chopping it up with us, man. How can the people connect with you and uh, any final words for the people?
1: Uh the people can connect with me by just hitting you know, you can hit me up on um social media, uh at Red Coat the Poet on everything. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, at Red Coat the Poet. Uh final thoughts, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to We Mighty, man. We mighty. Dope, dope, man.
0: Well look, man, it's Jay straight out You can follow me on all things social media at straight out the den. That's S T R the number eight. O U T D A D E N. Um also I do want to go ahead and throw this out here. Uh, November 27th, I'm celebrating the third year anniversary of the site, straight out of Den.com. So if you're in Atlanta, once again, if you're in Atlanta, you need to make your way down to the music room off of Edgewood. It's going to be dope. Pull, it's going to be up. dope. Pull up. And the homie here, he just so happened to be performing that too. We, we're going to throw that out there, too. Red Coat will be in the building. I'm going in. You know, so you, you definitely want to make sure y'all are there November 27th. Um, and, and it's going to be an early show, man, from 6 to 10. You know, you, you can come there and pregame. Come there and pregame and then go wherever you want to go after that. But, man, we celebrating the 30th anniversary of StraightOutTheDen.com. Man, it's going to be a lot of performers there, man. All dope. You know, it's curated by, by myself, the homie, Rod McCoy. Coop the the winning team, this winner circle presents this to you, uh, Gumption. Um, we, we we we're gonna do something special for y'all, man. So make sure y'all come there, um, be live in the building November twenty seventh. Um and, and I look forward to seeing all of y'all and mention the straight out the damn podcast, I might have something for you. I I put it out there like that. I just say that. But yeah, man, you know, like I always say, man, if you if you got a dream Pray on that dream, research that dream, and work until that dream becomes a reality. And with that being said, I'm Jay Good is straight out of the den. He's Red Coat the Poet. We out. Holla.